Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hello, and thank you so much for spending your Friday night into Saturday morning with us. It's Royal Rumble season, baby. Let's go. I don't know if I feel too inspired by the SmackDown that we got tonight. Kind of felt very go-homey, but that's okay. We're going to get into all of the good, all of the bad, the ugly, the not ugly, because, listen, if you end your night with Jamie Hayter, in-ring-wise, looks-wise, ain't nothing ugly about that gal. All right, she's... We're ending the night on a beautiful note with her, but get in those super chats, get in those humper chats, support us on Twitch. If you want to hang out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash fightful gaming, we appreciate the support. However you want to send it and boy, oh boy, if there was ever a weekend, you'd want to subscribe to fightful select. Now's the one, the other weekends were the twos. But these, this, <laughs> these weekend, the this is the ones, man. This is it. Um, Sean has just a thread of Royal Rumble scoops that he's gotten little little tidbits about who's hanging around, who's not. So you can go to FightfulSelect.com and check that out. You can also check out his favorite feature, my favorite feature he does, which is these really extensive recaps of previous years for Royal Rumble. He was going to skip it, but because last year's was such an S show. And I say S show because we're within the first five minutes and I don't want to demonetize us. But you know what S show means. Bleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, there's some really fun stuff in there. Always a very, very fun, fun feature. And hey, leave a thumbs up on this video if you want to support us for free. I already see that there's Star Wars puns. I'm Those are from Alex Pulowski's stream. So thank you for sending us free money. If you want to make Star Wars wrestling puns, that's usually a Tuesday night gimmick, but we're not going to say no to money. We're going to read those Star Wars wrestling puns all day. Make maybe, it rain. Maybe WWE sells to Disney and they come back to this stream and they say there's all these great ideas for mashups sitting right there. So but before we do that, Alex, we've been a little on and off getting to hang out and talk <sighs> about wrestling. I'm going to be on the Jericho Cruise next week, so we're going to have another one off. But then we're going to be back at it. But how you been, my man? I'm so excited to be back. Wait, are you off completely then? Like, there's no show next Friday? 
There'll be a show next Friday. I just okay, okay. Saying, but okay. Yeah. So can I still come on and and like cry and stuff or no? Am I not allowed? Yeah, of course. Of okay. Course. I would I just I, I just want to come and cry. That's all I want to do. Of course, that's what she said. But uh, we'll see who your host to do that is. But right now we got the Grace Grace Sweatshirt thing in the house. Just realizing that myself. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for tuning in tonight. We are going to start with SmackDown because it is the go home to Royal Rumble, and even though it felt a little bit more anticlimactic, I'll say. Um, I do think the go home to Rumble should start us off, right? My goodness. It is my favorite pay-per-view that WWE does outside of um, Mania, for yeah. sure. But we've got some chats coming already. We have so many Star Wars puns, so thank you. <laughs> uh, but we also have Tom LaValle chiming in saying, happy to see the normal Friday night pair, the bangs and the clavicle. A great Friday night to carry on the puns from behind the paywall. We appreciate you. And we appreciate those. We do have two shows to get through, so we are going to try and be as focused as we can. Um, Aren't we always? We're usually pretty good. We do yeah, all right. I, yeah. We rant about Jeff Jarrett and, and Smart Mark sometimes, but normally we're pretty good. Uh <laughs> <laughs> well, he was on your television today, and now every time I see them, uh, anything with with Jared or whatever come through TV, I immediately think of those bangs, and makes me I, smile. I appreciate that part of it, and I can't even be that much of a Jeff Jarrett hater because he's not bad at his job. I just have some very distinct things about it. One, I don't like that they got like this upswing after losing to Sting and Darby. I don't like it when people get pushes after they lose. That makes no sense. And two, um, I do feel like AEW is probably the best tag division in the world. Wow. Um, and I feel like it's stunting some of their growth. And three, I committed to the bit like probably two months ago at this point. Like I can't back out on the bit of hating Jeff Jarrett. And that's that's really the biggest one of the three is I'm not I'm not going to abandon the bit. All right. I'm a Jeremy Lambert protege. We don't abandon bits here. <laughs> Mark, Mark on my end, you know. Smart how Mark I feel. on your end, yeah. There's some, there's some that you just cannot abandon. But we are going to sprinkle in some of these Star Wars wrestling puns into our show. But we are going to start off talking about wrestling so that this doesn't get too overtaken right off the beginning. We do start with a recap of the trial of Sami Zayn, and we do get Sami Zayn telling Jay Uso that he's not going to come in the building, but he is going to. Uh, you know, he wanted to express his thanks in person and that he'll never forget what Jay did for him, which was just so cute. It was very, very sweet. Um, and we get a really nice through line here. And we're going to, of course, talk about the main event, but absolutely love Jay calling in Sammy for backup. It proves how much Sammy has earned his way into the bloodline. They do say off the bat that Roman's not around, I think because he was doing late night. So that's why the people that are in attendance are... That develops later in the show, but a fun way to start off and then kind of swinging into something that I didn't think really found its footing here with Rey Mysterio versus Karrion Cross. Rey ultimately wins this with the crucifix pin. There were a couple of things that just, I don't know, it didn't click in. Sometimes people just like don't necessarily have the best chemistry. I can't put a finger on what wasn't great about it necessarily, but part of it was that it was just a super short match. Another piece of it is that uh, even though this was a really short match, the timing of this was off and they went right into a commercial break. So it was a short match in commercial break. So I, it wasn't like the best viewing experience from someone watching at home anyway. 
But I don't know. Something just didn't quite click in about this for me. I've liked that when they've been building this, this is the first time Karen Cross and Scarlet to me have felt like they were speaking from the same place in a sense, like that their two acts merged with this like kind of tarot card thing that they've got going on. Um, so I appreciated the build into that. I just don't know, man, like I, it, it didn't, didn't work for me. How did you feel about this? I've been saying this since he left a certain federation that's federate federating around um you know what is mr cross gonna be doing in the in the e and he's it's been a little bit on and off with him this match felt off i'm 100 percent behind you on that i didn't understand like i understood it why they had the match but outside of that that's all it was was just a match because his face was on a card and i i don't understand like okay cross you're supposed to be this big badass and what is what what's been happening? You know, like listen, I all respect for Ray. Ya tu sabe, viva la raza. But when it comes to that's exactly how I said when I tried that's to exactly how Spanish actually words, guys when yeah. she talks to me on the phone <laughs> a, a rotary phone by the way she calls me <laughs> she goes around, she's look, like look I'm hey. bad I got outdated internet I'll admit that but I don't have a rotary phone I'm she not just, going back that Alex far. I just want to call you to say viva la raza and then she right. ends up. Oh. It's so funny. I, I love Eddie Guerrero so much. Um, and I'm just the whitest girl in the world. But so good, I did want to call out Alex, uh, OG Alex from Sour Graph saying Wade, Wade Barrett said sense of times. He's definitely a Sour Graph <laughs> fan for sure. I heard that too. And it did make me I don't get it. I just don't know what, what they're doing. And whatever. Props to Ray still kicking booty in 2023, right? But yeah, it's kind of ridiculous with what his body has been through that he's able to still do the things that he can. This is just a little bit off, too, because we all know where the WrestleMania match is heading, right? It's going to be Ray and Dom. So this just kind of felt lost in the shuffle. The placement definitely didn't do it any any favors as well. But we got a chat from Taylor Cannon. Taylor's awesome. Taylor's so supportive and rad. Saying, hey, Kate and Alex 2.0, the go-home show didn't feel like much of a go-home show. Very true. It Felt like a go home show in the sense that not a lot happened. I think that can happen on go home shows a lot, but it doesn't feel like Rumble in a way. And we're going to talk about this later when they did the we spilled a box of superstars from the back and threw them into Rumble. Um, I, I it bugs me because we have had two months plus to build this thing out. There has been no pay per view since Survivor Series. We have had plenty of time, and it still feels like they threw. Just a bunch of people in here at the end. So not not in love with that. And the women's rumble, I would say, is in even worse shape. But what's not in bad shape is a bunch of people sending in Star Wars puns. I only <laughs> peripherally, through people that I love in my life, uh, familiar with Star Wars. I've never like sat down and, and watched it. But I do know some good ones. I know Chris Ferreira saying... Han Solo Sokoa is great. I know CO saying Smart Mark Hamill is fantastic. <laughs> I know Ricardo's surname loading. It was pending, I think, last week. So saying EO Skywalker. Patrick Short saying Ruby Solo. Greg Carter wow. II saying Lightsaber Jr. <laughs> That's wow. so excellent. How are people Ricardo so good with this? Every Tuesday, I try and rack my brain, and people just come in rapid fire with better things than I could ever think of. But 
It's crazy. Ricardo's their name loading again saying Luke Hank, <laughs> Luke Hank Walker, which is a fun <laughs> NXT shout. Lord Kev saying Darth Vader bomb and <laughs> Revan Bourne, which is pretty good. Uh, Becky saying Tony Stormtrooper, which is excellent. Oh, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Brain War sent by Alex to say Kylo Riley <laughs> and Jedi Knight. I don't know how the oh like LA night but Jedi night very nice very nicely done Tom Valley with the X winged angel <laughs> Darren wow. Lloyd with the Viking Tucson Raiders <laughs> Ricardo surname loading with the okay this is what I don't know Brahma Bantha I don't know what that one's supposed to be but I I'm not good on my Star Wars so I don't know Tom Valley saying Tommaso Chawampa that's very good <laughs> Patrick Short with Dakota Kaiwalker excellent. Uh, Ricardo saying Kevin Uncle Owens. Ricardo also saying shooting Death Star Press. <laughs> Becky with Sasha Jar Jar Banks. C-O-E-C-3-P-O is excellent. George Luke Ass Boys. Ryan Sullivan, Harley <laughs> Harley Pod oh Race. God. Ricardo with Sanjay Hutt. Ryan Sullivan with Sherry Ord Martell. Senator Aminata from Chicago Town, from Tritown Spurs, CO with Millennium Falcon, Arrow, Ryan Sullivan, Classy Freddy Blaster. <laughs> We're going to pause there. We've got so many more to go, but we also have a lot of show to get through. So, yes. hey, round of applause for all of you people. Look at that. I'm coming in clutch as the co host tonight. It is. You and that soundboard, man. It's appreciated. I got you. Got you. It's appreciated. Um, oh, I guess back to wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to your regularly scheduled program. I guess we'll talk about wrestling again. Um, man, normally I have Alex steering the ship on Sunday nights. This is intense. Not going to lie. But we've got Damage Control, Rhea Ripley, and Zia Lee announcing that they're in the Women's Royal Rumble uh, in this episode. Very, very, very lazy. Just very lazily done. Right. Um, you know, mommy's gonna be in the rumble. I'm like, <sighs> she's like the only one with a stake in the rumble. It feels like because her and Bianca, um, her and Bianca are the kind of they had that moment a couple years ago, and they feel like they're making the transition from the future of women's wrestling to the now of women's wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, I if Naomi comes back and runs the gamut and beats Charlotte, that'll be awesome. But it would be nice to have some storylines that led to intrigue that you've had two months to tell us of who else might have a vested interest in facing either of the champions. Uh, everybody else that you would kind of assume might be in that like dark horse category or like a, a would feel good for that final four situation. Like Becky has faced Charlotte and Bianca both so many times mm -hmm. in really big profile spots right like um bailey i get you could run bailey versus charlotte because charlotte's a face right now but bailey and bianca kind of just finished up their series of matches there's not really anybody that you can kind of toss in there as like just um like a seth rollins might be where you're like i can't fully ever really rule that guy out like there's a possibility that guy could always win we just don't have that in the women's rumble and they've had so much time to build to it. It's, it's to me, very disappointing. Um, they seem to not be able to find a balance between surprises and um, 
like no surprises. <laughs> well, I feel like the so, women's rumble part of it is going to be just a total surprise. Yeah, I not mean, in a good way. Like, correct. Unless outside of the possibility of Naomi coming back, I, I don't think there's anything good there. Like, um, I, I would love to see NXT call ups, but there's nobody in NXT that's going to like come in, win Rumble, and challenge. I would love to see. Uh, you know, Oscar return kind of with this new persona would be great. I'd love to see Carmella return if she's happy and healthy enough to. Um, but there's not anybody that feels like outside of Naomi could come back and challenge for it. So it's just frustrating when they've had so much time. And then tonight, because they had, I think as of last week, they had seven women declared for a 30-woman yeah. rumble. Yeah, come that's on. what I'm saying. That The whole rumble is just going to be one giant surprise. Like, I mean... Yeah, and like you said, not in a good way. Like, do they even have thirty women right now? To f I mean, they do, but I'm just saying, like, it doesn't feel that way though. You're correct, right, because You're there's right. especially with SmackDown, the storytelling just hasn't been there. Like, of course, Raquel's going to be in Rumble and do some cool stuff, but like, I don't think she's going to win. You know, it so. definitely feels like the men's is, has like sixty men in it right now the way that they just all come out of the woodwork. They at least like before today, I think sixteen were announced, so they've got. Yeah. They've got way more involved there. And they just have more story coming in. Um, but, yeah. Back to SmackDown. Back to SmackDown. But that, that, to me, was a bummer. We then have the men announce a bunch of people for the Rumble. We get Austin Theory. Um, and we have New Day coming down. Austin Theory says that he's... Uh, the champ is here and he's declaring himself for a Rumble. <laughs> I think that's a good wink and a nod. I wouldn't be surprised to see John Cena in there tomorrow. Um, he also says that he's the biggest star in the company. The New Day come out and they say that the three Austins that they respect are Austin in. <laughs> they leave Austin, uh, the announcer, out of it. But they, they include Xavier Woods' name, which I think is good to say Austin Creed. They say Austin, Texas, and Stone Cold Steve Austin are the three Austins that they respect. And if it's not Austin Theory, who's going to win? Who? Who could it Ooh. be? Uh, they declare themselves for the Rumble. And then here comes The Miz, because he's a bigger star than Theory, and he's going to enter. Lashley comes down. Brock comes down. Jesus. We had two months to build yeah. to this, and they, there's just nothing. Um, it's just a lot of throwing all these guys in at the last minute. There are more that have been announced already for the men before this, but just just feels considering how much time they had i was like okay they're setting up the chessboard triple h is in control this is his test case to me is like rumble domania is is triple h gonna be on track and this doesn't feel like for me a great start uh i don't i don't know this segment was like kind of weird and convoluted brock being in there doesn't surprise me. I think he'll do some really fun stuff. I think we're going to further the story between yes. him and the Hurt business. I think probably it'll take all three of them to, to get Brock out, mm -hmm. but Bobby Lashley will eventually eliminate him. Um, So I think that's good. I don't think we're in danger of Brock winning, but you can never be you sure. Never <laughs> don't say that. Any thoughts on this segment or overall thoughts, I guess, on the build for the men's rumble as well? I'm I'm just a little. Um, the, uh, you just said it. We didn't have a pay per view in in January, and I'm trying lightly here because uh, as of late, I've been getting destroyed on on all social platforms when I talk oh, about cares? the about the E. 
and and all no. these fans that just hate me now uh because i'm a uh, aw stan but um <laughs> it's it's just i i don't understand why so much was crammed on a go-home show that we we read earlier did not feel like a go-home show normally go sh- go home shows are full of so much excitement and you get a mini battle royale at the end of it of everyone trying to beat the hell out of each other which we know it's obvious should it's going to happen but it's fun to watch and it's really cool to see everyone beat the crap out of each other this one felt more like okay they're still throwing chess pieces but why are we taking like you mentioned this long why is it with no pay-per-view in january then we like build more storylines i don't know was was there people hurt i don't know what like we've done this show so many times now i'm trying to think back what did we miss? And I'm blanked. <laughs> yeah, there's just not a lot of build to. I still don't feel like other than Austin Theory, they've made it very obvious as kind of a top star. Like who is supposed to feel super important on this show? Gunther for sure. Cody coming back, obviously. Seth Rollins, obviously. But like there, it doesn't feel like even under the new regime that we've gotten a ton of direction on that. I feel like Karrion Cross was positioned to be that, but that's yeah. felt a little bit lost. So I don't know. I don't know. A bunch of people came back and it doesn't feel like there's and, a ton happening. And I feel for me, as a, since I was a kid, Rumble was my favorite. Mania was good, but God, oh, my bad. goodness, Rumble was always my favorite. And it, I don't, I'm not feeling it right now. It's, it's, I don't, I'm trying, I'm forcing myself to have that, inner child that comes out every year yeah to be excited and i for some reason this year first somebody just said it again in the chat we all know cody could be making this push to win because they invested so much money in them they have to kind of like get something out of it so that could be the likely winner i don't know man it's just it's a little bit um it's a little bit all over the place for me and i wish i had the excitement for the rumble which is god it's tomorrow Tomorrow. It's tomorrow, and well, first of all, don't worry about what strangers on the internet say. They freaked out because I had to go to the bathroom at a show. <laughs> don't worry about what they say. I, we always try to be substantive on here. I'm very, I'm very respectful. I love. Listen, I have one of I'm my not. best friends works at WWE. I love pro wrestling, but I call out when I see things, and and that goes with AEW. Like I, I trash them for the crap that they did with the women for the last three years. So. And smart mark. Um, (laughs) I I'm hoping on the men's side we get a biggie return. Only if he's fully ready for it. I think that would be a moment we could. I will cry twice. Assuming I just got goosebumps. You saying that? Yeah. Like if if biggie returned, um, I I would cry. And then if the bloodline turns on Sammy tomorrow, I will cry. I will cry twice at a Royal Rumble. For a real rumble, I'm out here saying I'm not very excited about. <laughs> but I do feel like the the build has been lazy. This is uh, hot off the press news, so I'm gonna pull up this chat right now, even though we're not at the segment. Did you guys know Cody was injured? I'd heard that. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything because I don't like to speculate on injuries, and WWE's been so secretive. But apparently, Cody Rhodes has been injured. Was that what was happening on his shoulder? Yeah, yeah, on yeah. His yeah. Pec? It, it wasn't like his adorable daughter grabbed a hold of a marker or anything. It turns out he had torn his pec. Um, and I guess that's what they've been hinting at in the video packages we've been seeing for the past 46 years. Holy so. My God, I can't <laughs> believe it. This is incredible. Does Sean know this? 
Uh, yeah, you know, he's here's the thing. Sean takes great pride in his accuracy. And WWE's been really secretive about this. It's It hasn't been known. Um, they've been really quiet about the fact that Cody Rhodes was was injured. Hmm. Chris Rain says, Kate, hope to see you on the cruise. Hell yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. There's a couple of people that, uh, that tune into Fightful and are going to be there. So I'm hoping to see all y'all. So Jeff Dye's going to be there. He He's, is going to be there. Yes. yes. So... Um... I'm gonna make sure I text him and be like, look for the blonde with the bangs. <sighs> okay. Thank so he's a six foot five funny looking dude that's usually on television. Look for the blonde with the bangs who is trying to play it cool whenever Eddie Kingston's around. Yeah. And if she runs out of the room, it's because she has to pee. That's the one you know. That's how <laughs> she, you know it's her. Be like, make sure she's watching the women's matches. For sure. Kylie's saying, hey, hope y'all are well. Heart emoji. Hope you're well, Kylie heart emoji. I'm at the main event of Rampage because I had to work late, but I would like y'all's quick thoughts on the main event of Dynamite because I teared up. Uh, Yeah, there were a lot of, I don't think a lot of dry eyes in the house. Anyway, love y'all. Can't wait for Rumble. Um, I can't wait for Rumble either. The the Mark Briscoe tribute, or I'm sorry, Mark Briscoe's match in tribute to Jay against Jay Lethal was... uh, I, yeah, I, I, I'm glad they got to do it. Finally, I'm glad Warner Brothers came around. Um, I, I think it was perfect, and I am so impressed and just kind of blown away by the strength of Mark Briscoe to be able to a week later get out there and he didn't just like do a match and tribute to his brother. He did a damn match and tribute to his brother. He ended it with the J Driller. He did a Froggy Bow in there, like. That was a physical match. I don't. I, I don't I think he knows any other way. <laughs> yeah, I think I think him being in there was his therapy, and I and I put this out on Twitter in 2015. I lost my older brother. I, it was the worst phone call I ever got, and I I I looked at him in the ring, and you know Jay Lethal was in worse shape, uh, you know, than he was emotionally. But I think Mark's therapy is that. And it's running through his system and it's going through the paces and God, man, uh, sending love to that man and the family. Yeah. And I just, I think about how there's at no point in his wrestling career has he done it without his brother by his side. And it sounds like um, for pretty much all of his life, but like navigating wrestling without your brother and tag team partner for Mm. the past two decades, I can't even imagine. So just um, our, our thoughts continue, of course, to stay with the family. The Super Chats got donated, by the way, that we did last week. So appreciate you all chiming in on those. Um, but I, I, I thought it was incredibly well done. I thought the video package was great. But I'm just so impressed and, and blown away by Mark Briscoe's strength to, to go out there and do it. I think you're right. I think there's people who are like, I can never step in the ring again. And then there's people that are like, I have to step in the ring as soon as possible. Um and he was one of those guys. And it was a great match. And credit to Jay Lethal, too. I know everybody has mixed opinions on him for a lot of reasons. But he, I think, was the right guy to deliver that match. His roots run very deep in, in Ring of Honor. And he's been around for a long, long time, just like the the Briscoe boys. And, and cross paths with them constantly. You know, always been in, in Ring of Honor and delivering matches alongside them for a really long time. So... He he was extremely emotional. I felt like they they did a great job. And I yeah. said I can't imagine like in in Jay Lethal's shoes, 
that you retire Ric Flair and that's not even the most significant match you wrestle in a calendar year. Like that's nuts. <laughs> that's nuts. Uh, and I and I also really quick not to I know we got this the show to get to, but super yeah. quick. I said this on Twitter as well. In the last four years, AEW has his has had historic events happen under their watch, which is incredible. Four year old company has had things like um, you know, all the passings within the company. Uh, Brody, you know, and- Brody, yeah, all the things that have been happening in in internally, people coming in, people going out, people coming back to wrestling and coming yeah. to AEW. Half um, their existence was in COVID for a while there. Yeah, half, like, yes, it, it's yes. They they have, I mean, just when you thought they were getting, like you said, COVID stopped it, but it really didn't. It's incredible, and now they had this. They bought Ring of Honor. Think about that. They bought another company. I don't care how much they bought it for. They, in three years, bought another company out, and they're keeping it alive. So, eh, are they? Let's get going um, on Ring of Honor, people. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're going to get back to some more puns because you guys are amazing and ridiculous. <laughs> then we're going to jump back in, but not before Matthew Plus pivots the conversation away from a very respectful, what about very respectful people to his dumbass self saying, the only thing less exciting than a WWE go-home show is watching Katie and Al try to keep all of your attention without showing off clavicle, but follows it up with, good evening. If Al 2.0 shows a left nip, I'll send in a $50 super chat. I don't know no how close I can do it. that, but uh, you know, I can send you a DM. <laughs> are we gonna get? Are we gonna get demonetized? I don't know. No, because it's not nudity, but I wouldn't do it it's just because this is not my channel, and I am not. <laughs> I am a guest here. Even We're though trying they to make money over yeah, here, yeah. man. But Come if you, on. you know, so I'll put up my Venmo on here. Hold on. <laughs> Selling my body on Friday nights, guys. Hey, Kate's my pimp. It's 11.40 Eastern, all right? We're getting wild. We're getting wild. We're getting into some more Star Wars puns, though, too. We got CO with Carl and or son. We've got Chi-Town Spurs with Ula Vice. These ones I don't really know. Ryan with Gordon Sully System. Death Stardust. See, that one I get. Thank you, CO. Sando Carl Rizian. Nothing. No idea. No, Doc <laughs> Mueller, who if you ever have a problem with the Bleacher Report app, hit up at br underscore doc on, on Twitter. <laughs> he will he will fix it for you immediately, and it is his fault. Um, ask, did anybody say Darth Hader yet? As a Jamie Hader, oh, we're gonna talk about her at the main event. No, I don't believe they did. <laughs> Ryan Sullivan just saying, um, Vader. It's fair. That's it. Yeah. Ryan also saying Yoda Zuna, which is great. RVD2, which is fantastic. <laughs> Masse Wendu. Oh, okay. Okay, I get that one. Okay. Coco Beware of the Dark Side is great. Um, Randy Porkins. I don't know that one either. Yeah, no, that one's... I'm not a huge fan of the, uh, of the, of the Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm more of a Power Ranger geek. If you Be can't tell by... <laughs> The Imperium Strikes Back. I'm late and <laughs> toasted. <laughs> We've got the purveyor of all this chaos who's going to stop in here, Alex. Oh! Uh, we are going to talk about uh, this tag match set up, and he's going to quickly convey his gripes with it because behind the paywall wasn't enough for him. I'll 
say what the setup was and then I'll let Alex take it away because I have the same frustrations, but he's probably going to be more emphatic about it. But we get Seamus and uh, Drew backstage and they're slapping each other around a little bit. <laughs> the Banger Bros. Wow. They'll always be the Banger Bros to me. I don't I'm care bu- what. I'm buying that URL tonight. To <laughs> Perfect. Uh, they both have confidence that they're going to win the Royal Rumble. <clears throat> and when they go out for their match, they get jumped by the Viking Raiders and just give up. Two of the most physically hard-hitting badasses in all of WWE just give up because of a beatdown from the Viking Raiders. Not trying to say that the Viking Raiders aren't intimidating figures, but I'm also saying that Sheamus and Drew McIntyre are tough sons of bitches. Uh, and so Hit Row, at this point, shouldn't have a match, but Adam Pierce, who I adore and always tries his best, goes out there and comes up with this schlock. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer? A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That, uh, they're not just going to get a buy, because who cares about how tournaments normally work? Braun Strowman and Ricochet, who are not a tag team and haven't been in this tag tournament, um... Just are in it, and they win with the monster bomb. So cool, man. <laughs> Alex, take it away. Um, I want to remind everyone that earlier this same week, like three and a half days ago, <laughs> Adam Pierce was ready to make the Usos forfeit. The unified tag titles because um, because one of them got hurt. And then it was like, Sammy's like, no, uh, Sammy Uso can go, can go in. And then we did that. Um, but um, these two guys get jumped. They're not medically uncleared to wrestle. 
they just decided they'd rather go look for the Viking Raiders than wrestle their scheduled match in a tournament to be number one contender. So they left of their own volition. But Hit Row is not awarded the match. Like, just consistency. Consistency is is the thing that, that we need, and they don't have it. Um, and as soon as I realized that it was Braun and Ricochet, I was like, oh, oh, so this is the worst case scenario. Because we were gonna, we were gonna get Drew and Sheamus, and like, listen, um, as much as it is really two singles guys being put together in a tag team, they have such history that has been played out on TV over the course of years now that it makes sense for them to like, hey, let's try it as a tag team for a bit, and they're great as a tag team. Much like a Kevin Owens and a Sami Zayn might be right, in the near exactly. future, right? Um, so Drew and Sheamus beating Hit Row and going on to the finals where they were certainly going to face Imperium, thus reigniting the Walter versus Sheamus for the IC title feud, which I think is a perfect way to have that finally play out in the rubber match of Sheamus finally beating Gunther for the title at WrestleMania. It's a perfect through line. Uh, however, they've decided they're not going to do that. Instead, it appears they are going to do Braun versus Gunther again. And listen, the first match they had was I. <laughs> it was only I because of Walter. Like, Braun b- barely made it through that thing. I have no interest in seeing it again. The match, the first match, certainly between Sheamus and Gunther at Clash of the Castle was the match of the year, singles match of the year, certainly. I don't, like, can we get more of those, please? But no, because immediately you have Braun and Ricochet, and they're going to reignite this whole thing, and they're going to win this tournament. They weren't even in. They weren't in the tournament. You didn't, you, you, you looked at them and said, these guys are friends, but they're not allowed to be in the tag tournament. Oops, now they are, and we're going to book them to win it. What are you doing? This was so easy. It was such an unforced error. This booking makes no sense. And it makes me personally angry because it deprives me of something that I really, really want, which is Sheamus finally winning the Intercontinental title against Walter at WrestleMania. But we're not getting that anymore because we're going to get, I'm going to get these hands red, big cheeky, big Okay, but like, did you ever consider that maybe Franz not finished with him? <laughs> You you know what the problem is? WWE, and and I don't know if AEW has them, but I I know I work in the industry and entertainment, and we have showrunners. We have people that, we have continuity professionals that read. Oh, they're hired. Yeah, on on what's going on and, and make sure that things like this don't fall through the cracks, like Alex just said. One show you have, you you gotta forfeit. You're going to forfeit, you son of a... And then in this one, you're like... I go do no, whatever you nobody want. Nobody gets a free ride. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and this is an ongoing issue from even when Sonya Deville was at a GM spot, <laughs> right? Like she was a different person on Raw than she was on SmackDown. I will say it does feel kind of sports based in that the NFL will be like, if you smoke weed, you are suspended for six <laughs> years. But if you beat a woman, two games at Ooh. most. <laughs> so, so that feels sports based in that way. It that also does... feels wrong. My... Um, but. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree with you, and that was way tamer than I thought it was going to be. And I'm almost let down. Listen, it's 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 I, I'm much <laughs> angrier right at the moment where they do the bad things, and 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 then, 
Actually, I'm angrier that you guys didn't know who Porkins was. Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for that. Star Wars? I only that was my fault. Peripherally. Listen, like, here, here we go. Emperor, Emperor Papa Shango. Like, these are, these are really good. Some of these are really good. Like, I mean, like, I could tell, but whatever. We have Jim Gungan. I don't know what that means. Porkins. Randy Porkins, like Randy Orton, but Porkins. He's yes. he's the one fat X-wing pilot who gets killed yes. in, in on the run up to the Death Star, and okay. th they named the fat pilot Porkins. That's, he is. that's the original joke. <laughs> and now he's Randy. Randy Orton is Randy Porkins. Get it? Okay, this one I know. Okay, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Day, A New Hope. That yeah, one I know. That's good. A New Day. Darth. You say Darth foe? Molly Holly? That's really good. Darth Maul is Darth Molly Holly. That's very nice. good. That's yeah. very Return good. of the Dead Eye. That's very yeah. good. Ooh, yeah, that's very very good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We we have one. We had uh, R two DDP. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Jobber the Hut that came in. Jobber the Hut. That one was very, really very, good. Very good. Yeah, good, I'm yeah. writing all these down because I'm starting a merch line next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Lyle. My God, Blue Chewbacca. Blue Chewbacca is... <laughs> and you know what? He said what? potential segue. Mm -hmm. Not only is that a potential segue, we had an open ad read today. We have one that we always have, but then there was just an open ad read. And mm -hmm. when you set us up for gold yeah. like that, mm -hmm. you're delivering mm -hmm. a top-level performance. Mm -hmm. A top-level performance. But oh, yeah. not everybody can deliver a top-level mm -hmm. performance all the time in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> Alex throwing himself under the bus there. But Sean's here to tell you all about Blue Chew. It's the blue brand, and you know what that means. BlueChew.com. If you're looking to do it in front of a crowd, you don't want that performance anxiety when you're going to go have sex. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But you know what? It gets rid of all the awkward talks and conversations besides this one. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. You work with their licensed medical providers. They find the right active ingredient for you, and it ships straight to your door. And when you get the package, it's not going to say, Sup, wiener pills. It comes in a discreet package, so your package no longer is discreet. It's not just for people with ED or problems. It's about that confidence. You want to perform at your peak. And how about this? Maybe, maybe you're starting to travel more. Maybe you're on the road more. You're spending more money. Not with your first shipment of Blue Chew. You get it free when you use the code FIGHTFUL. Just pay $5 shipping. That's how we keep the mailman hush-hush. $5 shipping is all it takes to get your first shipment and get that confidence. Maybe it's been a while after the pandemic and you're looking to get back out there. Get back out there with BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. I forgot to hit the stop button, so here we are. BlueChew.com, code Fightful. Edit that. He could just edit that. So, Well, Alex went away, so I guess we're going to read some more Star Wars puns but not know what they mean. Yeah, we're <laughs> a little lost with Porkin. God, <laughs> I messed that up. All right, so Ben saying send Yoda. That's, a, that's one I get. Jared with hit row Dameron. Dameron? That's new trilogy words. I don't know. Revenge of the Seth. Freaking. Oh, I like that. Sith. 
Um, <laughs> C3 Pete Dunn is pretty good. That one I get. <laughs> that one I get. But we also have uh, Matthew Plus saying OGL, or as I call it, Super Chat Poison. You are just mad. You didn't listen, Matt. Listen, moment. Matthew Plus. Listen. You think I'm? You think I'm not here? I'm. I'm always. I'm always lurking. Oh my I'm god, it's Uncle looking. Howdy. The only it reason these oh, the only reason there are super chats on this show is because I sent them all over here from, from the, wow. the Fightful Select show to give well, to give Star Wars me. puns. I felt no, attacked. Listen, I just got hit in the back of the head with a chair. Out of here. Whoa. Nope. Nope. He's not wrong, but still. <laughs> send oh. in your humper chats and your and your yeah, super chats. In- Let's prove about everyone Devil wrong. Wears Prada, so I know what the hell that yeah. we're talking about on this stream. All Use right. movie puns with me and Kate. <laughs> oh, we got Amber saying that I think some of the excitement is rough because the winners seem so obvious, and any story outside the bloodline seems to have been left behind. I agree with that entirely, unless there are surprises that we don't know about, i.e., yeah. Naomi, or if Biggie were to come back and win. But I think even that could be setting up Imperium a new day. Um, but I, I agree the, the obvious winners thing, if they win, which I don't even think is an incorrect call. Like, I, I think those are good choices to win are the obvious ones, but that does hurt it, but they wouldn't be so obvious if you had built other storylines as it were true broken wheelchair saying Darth Paul. <laughs> nice. Nice. Ron Hollick saying Charlie day loophole theory. <laughs> Zach Saber Jr. Is booked with Davy Richards. Again, Chef and John Moxley for 211 for the final chain of MJF opponents. Do we get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Jesus. Danielson on February 8th? Uh, I know there's no Carol in HR. Um, I Man, that would be a really clever way to set that up. That would be a really, really clever way to set that up. I just have a gut feeling that that's going to happen at a New Japan event, but I, mm. I, would, not, I would not be mad about it. <laughs> Ricardo saying at Max Chewy, it's a new hope. Yes, it is, which I appreciate. <laughs> but we did have a chat saying that Cole telling Barrett, how dare you use logic in that uh, Viking Raiders tag team mess. Um, we do have the replacement team winning with the monster block, but we move on to what I know is your favorite segment of the night. Lacey Evans versus Jasmine Allure, which is great to see her. She's an indie standout. She's been making the rounds on dark and we get to see her here against Lacey. Um, G bro sending a super chat to say nice things about Lacey Evans. She is an excellent physical shape. I can say that. Um, and I can say this is, Probably the most focused gimmick she's had in the while. I will say it doesn't feel like a reboot that's much different than what she was doing before, except that the video packages were better produced and didn't rely on her leaning into her trauma. Um, It did not feel like she got much better in the ring. It didn't feel like the crowd was into it. I think they're a little fatigued by how repetitive this stuff has gotten. Um, I, it just isn't working for me. It just isn't working for me. She does win here with a women's right followed by a Cobra clutch to get the tap out. I don't know, man. Not not great. Uh, <laughs> I know you have your thoughts on it that are sincerely way more valid than mine because you are a Marine and you have seen 
uh, your Marine Corps kind of get, it sounds like a lot of people have feelings this way and certainly not every Marine in the world does, but um, it's been kind of cartoonized in a way when you've rebooted it this many times. It feels like they're making it a little campy and um, when you keep doing this kind of kind of can be interpreted as a little disrespectful, which I certainly understand. But what do you think of what we saw tonight? I mean, Sergeant Slaughter didn't even get this treatment. Sergeant Slaughter was Sergeant Slaughter. He came in, he beat you, and that was it, right? And I, I just don't remember. I remember Colonel Robert Parker and WCW had a, a, a Marine come out with him. And even then, as cartoony as 90s, early 90s wrestling was, that no. was more serious than than what I'm seeing with her. I don't, I don't understand. And they're like, from Paris Island, South Carolina. No, you're not from there. You... <laughs> i don't even know what to say hold on you god <laughs> like come on man take i don't don't play me for a fool like especially marines like i can't get behind this man i don't i just can't if if it was a little bit more serious and you lean into like okay cool she went back to boot camp to refocus what the <laughs> like come on man please stop it 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 also is like, no, you went back to basics to try and deliver <sighs> a better version of a character that you were rebooting for five weeks before that, right? Like, this doesn't feel different than what she was doing before. Um, so I, I, I Just don't give know. Just me, give me Lacey Evans. Tell me the story of how she was a female Marine who stood for right and she was a strong leader. Because you know what? Women never get... Maybe now it's different, but women never got that huge treatment in the military, right? They were seen as something other that I'm not going to talk about here. And it was always a problem, right? So tell us about that. Tell us the strength of, of you and your child. Tell us all of that. I want to see that. Don't make a mockery now coming out in a two-piece and uh, full of camo, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just a lot, you know? And she needs to also be quiet on Twitter because there's a lot of stuff that she said on Instagram and Twitter that just keep your keep those thoughts in a private group chat you know like you are, you are a you are a marine retired marine whatever you want to call it and you're also an entertainer for millions of people across the globe let's be a little bit mindful when we start spewing things out of our mouth you know? I think that's good advice for just about everybody Correct. as far as their behavior on the internet but yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I apologize. Don't, Let me breathe. Why are you apologizing? Don't Does apologize. Alex have a don't sensor apologize on here. Don't apologize to nerds <laughs> on Twitter. You served. You have more authority to talk about this than anybody. And the inauthentic representation of something that you put your life on the line for is certainly something that you, I think, have a very fair And I love what about. you said, cartoonish. That, that is 100% what is starting to feel. No matter how hard, like, hardcore she comes out there. You're 100%. I didn't think of that word, but that's exactly what it feels like. And part of it is the reboot fatigue. Cause I think if they had just done the vignettes they've showed us from the beginning, it wouldn't have felt so um, worn out. But the fact that the crowd didn't react to this in Texas, At I all, think is man. not a good sign. They were sitting like, in you're their in hands. Texas. Like, I that's know. Not great. How more America. Exactly. Be, man. Exactly. Exactly. But one thing that I do like, is la night yeah love me some la night he came out dressed as bray wyatt here uh 
his tiny lantern cracked me up. I didn't even catch it the first time around. And then I saw it on Twitter. He came out with a lantern that was like this big. <laughs> it was so great. And he kind of just says like, hey, I don't care what version you come out as tomorrow. I'm going to kick your butt. And then the time for talk is over. And I couldn't agree more. I really liked his ability to incorporate what people are kind of saying about this into his promos he flat out said in an interview he doesn't know what a pitch black match even is <laughs> he's saying the time for talk is over i think that's kind of a wink and a nod of like we know how long this has been going on it's time to get in the ring la night is great if there's someone for stone cold to face at wrestlemania that isn't going to be like john cena or a legend versus legend match la night getting the rub would i i think be so much fun he's going out there doing his his yeah stuff. Alex OG Alex had said you could have a what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Could be so much fun. And I think it would be a really productive use of Stone Cold. Um, so I, I think that would be great. But let's get through whatever this pitch black match is going to be. I am intrigued and nervous about <laughs> it's an advertisement. That's what it is. It is really and it it's it been in the back of my mind about how how ridiculous i don't doesn't make me wonder but um it it's felt like a mismatch from the beginning like to have a bray wyatt match sponsored so heavily by mountain dew but when they put up a graphic today of pitch black mountain dew and they were talking about like fear comes to a head or whatever like f fear is here to control you and there's like pitch black mountain dew i'm like come on like that yeah. takes anything cool away from that so but i am excited to see them finally get in the ring let's get this going very excited to see what la knight has to offer and i'm definitely intrigued about where this goes i'm nervous about where it goes but we'll finally hopefully see some sort of major turn in the story with all of this but la knight's a bunch of fun very very into that we've got more puns we got more chats we've got, we've got some of you catering to me talking about devil wears prada the ann stokely hathaway one will pop me forever thank you for that Meryl wow. street profits is fantastic <laughs> you guys rule Jared saying episode one, the legato del fantasma menace Amish <laughs> electrician which is such a good handle Legit Leia Hirsch, EC3PO, uh, Obi-Wan Kanosuke. That's a really good one, too. I like that we got to catch that in there. Matthew Plus saying, baby, Yoda. Hmm. I hate giving credit to him, but that's good. Wow. Or just Giorgio Armani from CO as well. CO leaning in to Devil Wars Prada. Thank you. I appreciate you. Meet Norvis saying, Luke Rope Walker. <laughs> that name pops me every time. And the baddies batch and the bad batch from the new television show, which I definitely do. And Luis didn't search for us. Oh my God. CO saying Stanley Tucci team 2000. Okay. Prada puns are hard. You got Devil Wars Prada and Techno team 2000 in there for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> Broken wheelchair saying, C saying CYM brought to you by Pitch Black Mountain 2. <laughs> <laughs> We already talked about the breaking news that Cody Rhodes is injured, so we are going to move along to a match that I thought was great. Uh, this ended a lot stronger than it started this episode. We got this great tag team match between Imperium and Legato Del Fantasma with Zelina Vega respectfully 
Whew, what a babe. Uh, <laughs> there as well. I thought this match was great. There's so many great things that Giovanni Vinci does, and some of them are the most fundamental things in the world. He just does them crisp, explosive. I say this all the time that like Giovanni, Giovanni Vinci had just a, a classic scoop slam in here that looked so good. So good. And like a chop and a scoop slam. It doesn't always have to be flashy. I say this about some of the more basic moves in general. I, I think when they're well executed, it's some of the best wrestling you can get, but really good stuff here. Um, Kaiser winning with the Imperial bomb does look like uh, Vinci might have tweaked his knee in this match. So I hope he is okay. Both heel teams here, but a whole lot of fun. I'm yeah. a big Legato fan. I love Santos Escobar. Um, so I hope that Legato gets a, a little bit more spotlight than they've been getting. Some people in the chat saying very respectfully. Yeah, you gotta be very respectfully with Selena sometimes because good lord. Um, but I thought this was a whole bunch of fun. What did you think of this match? And yeah, we might uh, have a special guest. <laughs> oh, let's go. I mean, let's let's bring it in. No, I see Alex loitering backstage. I guess I, there he is. I thought this is what else he wanted to talk about. <laughs> Oh, oh, just hanging out. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. No. Well, this was a nice thing. Did you want to talk about a nice thing? This, no, Imperium's great. <laughs> uh, can't wait for them to lose next week to uh, to Braun Strowman. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait for that. But are they going to have the match or do they have to forfeit? Uh, I... <laughs> Look, oh, I, said, I said we get something nice, and then he reminds us that they're going to lose to Braun next <laughs> week. I don't I just want um, to live in the moment. <laughs> hey, real quick. Uh, I love seeing my my Latinos on TV, man. I, I tell you this every week. Every time I get to see some representation on there, it makes me happy. And um, they showed they showed off tonight with against Imperium, man. They're, and Zelina's still doing the best the best work that she can um, without them allowing her to wrestle. So. I think she'll be in the Rumble. She's has she has to be right. She's like number eight. I think she was. Yeah, I think she out of thirty. And um, still, uh, but yeah, I I I want to see the Galafatasma just take off. Like God, so badly. I love Imperium, and I know that they're, but they're Imperium is like so good, and they're so set, and like they can you can pretty much put them in any segment against any uh match, and bro, they just. They ooze it. But I want to see more Fantasma be out there for me, you know? Agreed. I want them to be in, like, a three-month feud with another trio. Like, they haven't had anything to fully sink into. And I firmly believe if they wanted Santos Escobar to be a single star, he absolutely could. But they have the whole act. The whole act is great. They look so cool. All three of them um, look amazing. Yeah. Oh, are, the, I'm like, damn, The, the presentation is fantastic. So. Yeah. Um, the, the, I would love for them to have a very like traditional three, looking. Yes. Yeah. Like three months with the new day. Like, let's go. Ooh, let's man. go. Let's let's give them something to, to really lean into here. You're but... talking dirty now. <laughs> this match was a blast. This match was a blast for sure. And then we move on to our main event, which there was a lot to like about there as well. Kevin Owens and Solo Sokoa. Before this match, we do um cj call uh sammy down to the ring earlier in the night adam pierce had to break up if i dare use a strong term a kerfluffle between <laughs> the usos and kevin owens 
the Usos were ejected, so some nice sound logic about why they weren't there. Um, and and Jay has to call in Sammy. He's got to call in the big gun here. I love how earned for months Jay was just not in on Sammy, and then that respect was earned. I think it's a really interesting wrinkle. And we saw a really fun, hard-hitting match tonight. What you would expect to see from Solo Sokoa. Kevin Owens continuing to do stuff that he should not be able to do at his size and stature. Uh, the cannonball attempt from Owens and Solo rolling out of the ring was great. A lot of really good in-ring here. But ultimately, we get Sammy saving Solo Sokoa from a Swanton bomb. And the post-match story here I thought was really, really well done. We have Solo accidentally taking out Sammy, <laughs> or was it accidental? And we have Kevin Owens sparing Sammy and laying in a chair shot on Solo. A lot of stuff going on around the ring after this. This feels so well executed to me. Like, I think there's probably going to be a ton of dissension in the bloodline from the fact that um, Roman couldn't be there and he can't trust his lackeys anymore at all to get yeah. things done the way they need to. The only thing that was kind of missing here was a sincere conclusion to the match. This was a Kevin Owens DQ match, but the, I don't think the bell rang. Alex mentioned that on select before. So it would have been nicer if we got a little clearer of a distinction what the actual finish was here. But KO winning via DQ, technically, um, that's important because that would be Solo Sokoa's first loss. So if Kevin Owens wins, I believe that's his first singles loss. If I'm wrong, someone can correct me, but like that should be a big moment. So if they botched that, that's not good. Um, but I love the storytelling that we're getting here. I'm really excited about what happens with the story tomorrow. Kevin Owens also gave a promo earlier in the night. And I was like, this guy is the most, maybe in all of wrestling, definitely at WWE, the most sound and consistent with his promos about his interactions with other people and creative. He immediately references Royal Rumble of last year and says, oh, surprise, surprise, there was a bunch of interference that kept me from getting the title. This time he's more prepared. He mentions that this is how Roman wins constantly. He's up there with one of the most like consistent with his own creative guys in this regard. And I absolutely love it. Eddie Kingston holding a 20-year grudge against Claudio might be, also be up there as far as consistent creative. But I, I adored this. I, I thought this was a really fun way to go home. I would say the last 40 minutes of the show were significantly better than the first hour 20 of it by a leap and a bound with the, the last tag match we got in this tournament and this main event. But love your thoughts on the match and the main event going out into Rumble here. Uh, solo is so. I mean, he is amazing. I mean, Kev, what can you say about Kevin Owens? He's he's uh, uh, amazing on a stick, he's a dream, right? Like, there's nothing wrong that he can do because he's just so professional at, at being a, a pro wrestler and an entertainer on top of that. Um, but solo without saying a word looks and acts so menacing at all times, he is insane. Um, I love him. I love that he is like the second coming of in Umaga, uh, taking that role of the uh, enforcer, you know, um, someone who can beat the crap out of anyone. And someone did mention this is won't count as a as a loss because it's a, a no contest, right? So everyone was in, everyone was involved, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it is WWE. They'll just make something up in about a, in about a year. They'll use this package and say that that was his first loss. Um, but yeah, so 
I, I let's go. It, I, we all, is he really going to win? Are they really going to split the titles? I don't know. God only knows right now. This is the, a good rumble because I, I don't have a clear decision on whether so if he's going to win or not. Sometimes you can just tell. But with this whole thing with Sammy, we might come out of the rumble and there might be no breakup. You know, we it's can true. come right out of the we can Sammy could be the the person who really proves himself at the Royal Rumble. And then this becomes something huge for night number two of Mania. Well, it's two nights, guys. They have to they have to fill the crowd on both nights. So I don't expect anything to happen. There's so many things. There's so many things that I think they'll go with the story we've been leaning into but there's a lot of people saying maybe sammy is the one that punked them from the beginning yeah. like this has all been his master yeah. plan maybe they do wait on it because they were looking for a tag thing and now sammy's so over everybody's wanting him to win yeah. you could get both you could get sammy doing a bunch of work in rumble and it's still not being enough for roman and getting his ass beat later in the show if, if the men's rumble is on for that so yeah a lot of directions they can go here they have a lot of really good options i don't think they're going to do the best option of sammy winning but i don't think cody winning is a bad decision because i think the story has been really really well done so Good stuff on the way we exited SmackDown, I thought. Not so great in the It's beginning. me. I'm oh here. I, I just wanted to say I'm in the Raya Rumble, too. I, oh. uh, I I drew lucky number 31. So uh, I'm oh. coming in last, and it's fantastic. I said, I said, Sean, Hunter, I want to be in the Rumble. They said, fantastic. Here's your number, number 31. So I'm, I'm going to come in, and I'm going to win the whole Rumble. Now, everybody says they're going to throw 29 other fellas over the top rope, which would mean there are 30 people in the Rumble, which can't be true because, as I said, Hunter gave me lucky number 31. So I'm going to come in. I'm going to win the whole thing. Uh, you heard it first. Scripps, the body, Ventura, going to win the whole Royal Rumble. Going to go on to WrestleMania Backlash and uh, uh, face the champion. Because they wouldn't let me be the main event WrestleMania, but I will be able to WrestleMania uh, main event WrestleMania Backlash. So, it'll hey, be scripts. Good. Quick question yep. for you: What right. city did they tell you Royal Rumble was? In? Minneapolis, baby, right there. That's oh. right in my hometown. So, so I, I don't have to actually get on a plane. I could just drive down to the arena tomorrow. But I'm going to be there. Lucky number thirty-one. You heard it here first. Uh, scripts going to win the whole thing. So. Scripps, I would just really encourage you to to just make sure your logistics are all squared away properly. No, I, they, 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 I, I looked it all up uh, on on the Google, uh, not the Google, not not the Google, the Google. That's a, I only use the the the, the dark web. Uh, <laughs> I only use the dark web search engines. So I went to the Google, and that's how I always look up things. And that's that's what they told me right there. It's the min, it's in Minneapolis. So. Somehow I got to explain to my mom and my family that this is what I do Friday nights, by the way. I'm going to use this clip here. You know what? Mm. If you're on the Google, is that, did I say it right? Google, that's right. The Google, and you don't want anybody to be able to to track where you're at, which I think, I think with some of the things you might be searching. Nope. It, it might be good for you to know about our friends here at NordVPN. I'm just, I think it might be a healthy decision for you to invest in the best. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes my browsing experience better. Way better than yours if you don't use it. Why? Because I can block online trackers. I can block annoying pop-up ads and malware. I can browse safely, securely, wherever I am, even if I'm right here on all my devices. 
this laptop. Actually, this is a desktop. What, what am I saying? But this laptop right here, this phone right here, that router over there, the TV over there, all with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You can also save on pay-per-views. Maybe you want to check out AEW without commercials. Maybe you miss the old WWE Network. Maybe you want to buy a big UFC pay-per-view with an overseas service at a much more affordable rate. NordVPN.com slash Fightful not only has you covered, but when you get one of their plans, you're effectively going to save yourself money. And I'm going to save you some more. Four months free on top of that deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So if you're on the Google Google, make sure you're using NordVPN. <laughs> Scripts as he is a hacker, just in and out on us. Any um any fun predictions for Rumble? Do you think any surprises? Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm so the, the Rumble part of it, I'm excited for the card itself sucks. But other than that, like I'm trying to figure it out, like who's going to come for the women. I'm the most excited for. Right. Because I just I, I want to know who they're going to be uh, bringing back, you know, kind of seeing like and, and I'm so excited for it. But no, no, obviously uh, from the off the top of my head. No idea. I don't know. Like they've brought so many people back and not sure. used people. So like I'm like. I'm thinking maybe Chelsea Green or someone might yeah. just pop up. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool to see her. She's super nice. Um, yeah, but other than that. And I was thinking about this as NordVPN was playing. I could use NordVPN to get my Bluetooth. That's like double discreet, right? Because oh then God. you use NordVPN. Yeah. I'll get my Bluetooth, which already comes in a discreet package. Nailed Look it. I'm doubling it. doubling up. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. A good way to get both my... Uh, there you go. My kicks here with the ads. I love it. I love it. And hey, this is a premium live event. But if you're buying pay-per-views, you can save some kishish with the old NordVPN. So check it out while we check out AEW Rampage tonight. Let's go. A fun show tonight. I felt like the main event was awesome. Awesome, but we didn't start with the slouch of a match. We do, I'm sorry, we actually have some other super chats to get through before we do that. My apologies. <clears throat> Devin Alomar asking about Lacey Evans. Since Lacey Evans was a Marine, does she use Mountain Dew oh my God. Red? <laughs> That's, uh, that, don't give them ideas. Please don't Wait, give them ideas. I just read this on the thing, but who is the first person who's going to point at the sign tomorrow? Ooh. Who was this? Uh, Devin. Devin brought that up. So I'm like, yeah. The sign point. pointing is going to be big, right? Because someone's going to come out and be like, her, ha, look at me, I'm strong. Who gets the first sign? And they point. I'm going to say it's Raya. Because it's Rhea? all about the sign pointing, right? Oh, from here to from here to Mania, man. It's sign point season. Matthew Plus saying, I hope. Mikolo Mudrik turns into Timo Warner. I don't know. Timo don't know Warner? That, that was aimed at Luis. I, I know nothing. <laughs> Poppy Casso with an incredible handle says, it's the Mandalorian new season out yet. Wow. See, that's, that's, that is my perfect level of Star Wars knowledge right there. Mandalorian. Um, Orion Ben saying breakup should happen at Elimination Chamber for the pop. I would do Sammy versus Roman one-on-one -on -one at Chamber for the pop. 
with Kevin yeah. Owens in his corner. That would be the move, I think. Do the breakup oh. at Rumble. Kevin Owens loses. Sami Zayn gets a shot at at Elimination Chamber. Loses, but then you set up the tag match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Usos for Mania at Elimination Chamber. Sami's super over in front of his home crowd. Roman's going to get his ass booed out of the building. Good shit. Interesting. Good shit. I love your logic there. Hey, if you want to contribute to this conversation, puns, wrestling thoughts, questions that you might have, send in those super chats and humper chats if you would be so kind. Also, head over to Fightful Select and subscribe. We've got Behind the Royal Rumble from last year. We've got a whole scoops thread that's going to be updated constantly. I texted Shonda bust his chops about some grammatical errors and in the text that I sent had grammatical errors of my own. So jokes on me. Yeah. Punk ass. <laughs> it, it comes back to bite us. There you go. But you know, it's not a punk ass as Hangman Adam Page, nor is Wheeler Yuta in our opening oh. contest of AEW Rampage. Leave a thumbs up if you would too, by the way. I, for, I keep forgetting to mention that, but it helps people find us in the newly disrupted algorithm that youtube rolled out for us (laughs) i really 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 liked this opener match wheeler yuda is so great loved him jumping hangman with a drop kick right in the beginning here some insane sequence that happened with yuda um having this like back suplex that went from the apron to the floor on the outside and then he followed up with i don't even know what some some high level maneuver uh, and tossed Hangman back into the ring after it. But we finished with Hangman beating him with a buckshot lariat into a Death Valley driver. I loved the punctuation mark from Hangman here. But it was a really fun way to send a message because we all know that the buckshot lariat can finish anybody. We saw it take out John Moxley with a concussion, right? Um, but to throw the Death Valley driver on as like a message sent move, I thought was fantastic. Uh, what did you think of our opening contest tonight? As always, man, Rampage just loves to start like like a, like a car crash scene in a movie, man. It's just <laughs> insane. But you know what other way you're going to wake up the crowd that's watching at 10 p.m. after watching uh, SmackDown then to I'm not saying that in a bad way because SmackDown was I'm just saying no, like, but mean. you're starting a wrestling show yeah, at 10 it's p.m. Late, right, after yeah. people have already watched two hours. Yeah, of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So you're like <laughs> drop kicking the crap out of someone's amazing. And you, <laughs> You mentioned you mentioned the Death Valley Driver is like didn't he they fought for like almost twenty minutes and he couldn't beat him and he had to do something like he there was you can tell the story progression I'm trying everything nothing's working you just flying in and out of the ring doing tope suicidas times seven and all this other thing so like you know it was really cool to see that um, at the end there how he had to kind of like go the extra strength to put out Yuta who is a freaking rocket man yeah he's fantastic he's been really great for a lot of years um he's been overlooked i think by some other major companies it's really nice to see him find a home in AEW and just continue to improve and grow i think he's an absolute star here and this match with hangman was a whole heck of a lot of fun and a really easy way to advance the story this is the the benefit of having a from a stable heavy promotion is you don't always need guys to be there. You just can go fight their friends. If you're trying to send them. Oh, is death rider. My bad. The death rider. They're saying on the, on the old, uh, the streets YouTube machine. Yeah. (laughs) That's what them kids be telling me. 
<laughs> we had some more kids coming at you with Action Andretti and Ricky Starks promo. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't really see all of this. My poor doggo has had a fever all day, and Aww. I was running in to put some compresses on her head. But from what I did see, I'm really liking what we're seeing out of Action Andretti early in his career here. Always love me a good Ricky Starks promo. Kind of only caught the tail end of this, but loved the energy from what I saw. What did you think of this promo? Yeah, I, I love Ricky Starks. I've always, like you already know my love obsession with so many people. Like, all you gotta say <laughs> is a name, and she automatically looks at me with like a twinkle in her eye. Like, I know that's Alex. Well, I love Ricky too, and I yeah. felt like he was underutilized for a while. So seeing him have this rise has been awesome well two awesome. people on the show and we'll get to this other person later are being utilized very well uh i think um but yeah so i i think putting action with people like ricky and jericho like people who can talk on the mic and like do the do it's really gonna benefit this kid man like and ricky's not old you know i'm not saying that, but he's he's been around you know what i'm saying in, in the yeah. industry so um i love what they're doing with these two so Keep it going. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Antonio asking, did I, do I have a second dog or is this a new dog? Nope. This is um, when Buster passed away. The dog I got after is a little gal named Daphne. And it was a very tumultuous day because she has heartworm. And I didn't know Aww. if uh, her getting a fever was going to be like anything too serious. But she's okay. We just have to. Have to monitor it. Got to keep an eye on the sweet girl. But ah, speaking of partners that I have, <laughs> I love Eddie Kingston, man. I love Eddie Kingston so much. I love everything he does, and he's the best, and I just adore his work. I loved this. No surprise here, but this quick Eddie Kingston promo, sometimes I feel like his best ones are these quick ones where it's just like a minute, and he's, he's always so to the point. He doesn't need a lot of time to do something impactful. He's like, <laughs> So great here of, oh, what? You wanted my demons? Fine. My demons won. Are you happy? My demons yeah. won this time. Uh, it's like, you win, House of Black. All right. Um, he's like, what is it? I'm coming home. Like, is yeah, that what he's I'm like, like, whoa, wait a second. And then the promo ends. I'm like, wait like, a second. Out. And I just love this idea of, I feel like so many feuds with quote unquote spooky gimmicks. So many of those feuds rely on the person who is more grounded to bring them into their world so that it feels realistic and you can buy into it. The idea of Eddie like surrendering to his demons in this way and say, I'm coming home and kind of getting cryptic and heading into Malachi Black's world, I thought was super fun. I don't think he's joining House of Black. I don't think Eddie's going to be spitting mist at us at any time soon, but I loved this little like mental surrender that he did. And I also like where that leads story-wise because it's a little more complex than like he's staying face, he's staying heel. He's a human being. Like it's yeah. just an up-the-middle human being <laughs> who's fighting his demons. I am salivating for an Eddie Kingston Malachi Black match at this point. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Can't wait for it, but just a really efficient use of time here. Yeah, I, and you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Um, being able to have him like I, we had him on on wrestling with Freddie and I was able to talk to him like, you know, behind closed doors. And it was just, man, he is every single bit of what you think he is behind that's, closed doors. I, that's what's always said about him from his coworkers. They're like, what you see is who he is, man. Like, <laughs> that is yeah, that guy is, so. yeah. And like to learn that, you know, his family's he has uh, Puerto Rican 
in his family as well. Like there was a lot of things that I learned and I was like, oh my God, this is so great. Like we're cousins. Like, no, but, <laughs> you know, but it's yeah, so cool, man. Give him it's, my number. Yeah, him. I got you. I got you. <laughs> um, but he's, he know, I think whatever they're doing with him and Malachi, I think it's going to turn out better than whatever they were doing with me or Malachi. I um, hope so, because that just kind of yeah. got stopped in its tracks. It like did. I thought that was going somewhere cool. But, then but I think Kingston's not going to let that happen. I think Kingston's very vocal. I think he's very, uh, he's very proud of what his, you know, he's done with the storylines. Like every single storyline has had a beginning, a middle, and an end. Every single one with with Kingston. You haven't seen him just dead something. Even that god awful death match <laughs> that he had with the pyro. <laughs> he he finished that like it like it was supposed to be finished. Like he did, the man and is his... so good. His justification later, because that was his face turn too. Don't forget, like yeah, he came in to cover Mox and save his life, and then, um, you know, <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of sparklers went off. But him saying like his reaction was because when he flashed back to like actual gunshots and explosions, it just like Amazing. so well done. Amazing. Um, but I yeah, I mean Eddie Stan for life. I adore the dude. Um, he's I'll gonna text be on Jericho said Cruise. Hi. Text him that I love him. No, he's he's you're, you're, he's just you know the stalker with the freaking with the you know blonde. The, you know the girl who's always like Eddie Kingston hard eye emoji partner. Yeah, that one. Um, but sincerely, like I with Punk out, he he and Kevin Owens are just like my two dudes, and mm. they kind of have similarities. So that's mm. that's the vibe I always go for is like those extremely real feeling promos and the in ring storytelling. Is Kate, is, is that your type? Part. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just put it out there, boys and girls. She You're really not did. Yonkers enough for me, sir. No. <laughs> we move on to uh, the best friend, Housens, and Satnam Singh and Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And then we move <laughs> along to Ruby Soho getting in. <laughs> no, I'm okay with that, by the way. Yes, please. No, we'll talk about it because it's our job or whatever. No, this is this was perfectly fine for a rampage match. I just feel like I don't need them on my TV twice a week. But Jeff Jarrett has the Golden Globe Award from a few weeks ago, and he uses it to lay out Danhausen. <laughs> Saddam Singh getting the pinfall for the victory. Nice to see Saddam Singh in the ring, which rhymes, which is always fun. A very fun spot here with Danhausen and Saddam Singh having a face off yes. with just like all that sorts of fun great. stuff. Great. They were trying to do the Rock and Hogan thing. Yeah, like, yeah. One looks to the left, the other one looks to the right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this, this was what it was. It kind of went the way that you would expect it to. There's nothing to be lost here for best friends losing as a faction, but there's also nothing to be won here for Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal, other than they might be trying to have Satnam Singh be wrestling on a more frequent basis oh, now. And yeah. this. This is a good way to dip your toe into the water. So I didn't have a problem with it. Oh, man, they don't have big men like that. Not so, that big. No, not. <laughs> she said. We're going to um, talk about Powerhouse Hobbs in a minute, but not not Satnam Singh big yet. <laughs> but before we get to Powerhouse, we're going to talk about this Brit and Ruby promo, which I really loved. Something with Rampage that I've noticed is because these backstages are so quick and to the point, like sometimes they just feel extremely real and yeah. And, I, I love organic, it. organic, very organic, yes. very organic because they don't have time for fluff. But 
Um, Ruby calling out Brit, just saying I didn't need your help. I didn't want your help. Get out of my matches. Get out of my life. They have obviously a very sordid history. And Ruby doesn't need her help to put Tony Storm away. Brit saying that uh, she should pick a side and she should pick the right side, which is intriguing because she didn't say the OG girl side. Yeah. She said the right side. I'm wondering if Brit goes heel here and Ruby stays face. I, I kind of like that. I think it's more fun than the obvious story of OGs versus new guys. Like if it goes that way, that'll still be great. But I just loved how quick this was of just Ruby like, this is our history. Just throwing it up there. Um, Ruby's looked great since she's come back from her injury. And I thought Britt leaving that little sliver of mystery there was a, a really quick and effective segment. What did you think? Yeah, I love what the, I mean, the the quick, organic feeling. Oh, okay, you're in my face real quick type of style uh, interviews in the back are killing it right now. They're, they're doing so well. The women in general are effing killing it right now in AEW. I am in love with everything that they're doing. They've gotten so much better at everything, but yeah, this this was fun. Like just whatever it is that they're building to, I feel like it's going there's going to be a big payoff for. I that, especially it with this whole Better be blood and guts, baby. Yes. Yeah. It better be blood and guts. Not better, but it would be really really cool if yeah. it was. Guys, if you could leave a like on this video, if you could send it in three more puns to get us to 69, can't you a moderator who goes in the chat and knows that you have a prepubescent sense of humor about 69 you? jokes? No, I have never. What's your address again? I'm going to send you Me? stuff. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, making 69 jokes? Never, but get you a mod. Get you a mod that is that great like we have, Luis, but... I giggle every time you're on Twitter and you're like, find things that have to do with 69. Nice. I'm like, am I ever going to grow up? I'm 40 years old, man. I'm nice. giggling at 69 in here. Nice. It's too much fun. I'll never I'll never let go of being a Jeff Jarrett hater, and I'll never let go of 69 buns for Look sure. at you. How American of you. Right? Right. We do have a pun that came in. We're two puns away Orion Ben saying, Devil Wears Ruby Soho. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Ricardo saying, Devil Wears Okada. I love it. I oh love my it. God. Just, just filling in the blank. We need one more. One more. And then none. More no more pun. But we did get a super chat from Chris Rain saying, I absolutely loved the segment between Ruby and Brett. I'm so excited for the storyline. As am I. There's a lot of individual nuances with this. And then there's this overarching thing. And They've just done such a tremendous job of cycling more talent onto television as they've rebuilt this division a little bit. Like Word. they've been on fire since August from the Tony Storm reign on, I feel like have just been absolutely killing it in the women's division. And part of that is we're getting to see so many more faces. Like I love it. It's it's been really refreshing and everything that I've been whining about for like three years. They've so been cycling the women uh in in AEW really well, giving those that need time time and then the returns are really, really good, right? Like they're on TV having a good, and then the storylines weaving them in and out. Like it's just, I don't know if what women are in the background producing things along with male talent, that something just freaking kicked up, but it's, it's working. And I hope they continue to do the, do the work oh, that yeah. they're doing. 
I mean, it was kind of when Soraya came in. I don't know if it's her backstage Correct. or just the investment that they made or a combination of both Madison Rain coming in, I think for sure. But some of it is just giving them good stories. Let's be oh, honest. 100%. They have great stories. Like, and they're letting them fight. My complaints were never about talent. Right, right. They're letting them fight. Yes, they're, they're letting them go definitely out there. leaning into things. 100%. 100%. And it's just nice to see things other than the challenger of the month club stories that we were getting before a little bit. Because <laughs> truly, a, a lot of it was the storytelling. It was never never fully the talent, though the talent, I think, has come a long way as well. So good stuff. Good things happening. Also, good things for you because you're a big powerhouse Hobbs fan, as am I, but you've been a stand of his from the beginning. He... Poor Tony Mudd, just in the mud after Burning Hammer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our moderator, Louise, saying, who ended up in the mud. You love to see it. Yeah, the Burning Hammer here was just fantastic. Um, <laughs> we got a chat that just says, keep you pew, powerhouse. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> we I have mean... reached 69 puns. Not a single pun more, but we'll still continue to take your chest. It just can't be puns. Don't ruin my fun. 69. Never ruined With the it. powerhouse. It's... Yeah, never ruin a good 69 with a powerhouse 69, you know? Yeah. So this, I mean, Tortured Rack looked great. Um, He's so good. This is the book of Hobbes. I was kind of, he is, he's great. And we were kind of running into like, okay, I'm done with the chapters. Get in the ring. Like, I'm ready to see you kick ass again. Because otherwise I was going to start to empathize with him. And I needed, I needed him to stay healed. So Doing stuff like this, your complimentary squash match that you get on Rampage every time. <laughs> yeah, I, enjoy, I truly enjoyed him, and I enjoy everything that he does in the ring. He's he's an up-and-coming, not up-and-coming, but uh, he's in, in the ranks of where they're going and where they're gonna, how they're going to utilize him. I truly believe that sometime by the end of this year, they should really start looking at him for... Uh, bigger titles and having him perhaps next year be that title holder, be that, you know, that one true champion that I think deserved it and grew into that, that position on the, in the company. Sure. I think people are saying that in the chat, him eating Darby Allen for breakfast could be a really fun way to uh, introduce that our own Alex saying that, now we need to have Hobbs do the same thing to Darby Allen at Revolution. I think that's a that could be a really great move. I really do. So we'll move along to Dustin interview and uh, Swerve here, which was fun. Dustin acknowledging some of the real things that have been happening in his life and needing to step away for a minute. Um, also saying that. Uh, he's ready to get back in the ring. This is his, the final year of his career. He's ready to go. And Swerve comes in. I love Swerve so much. I have absolutely no interest in who's standing behind him at all. They don't look intimidating. The oddities? <laughs> the oddities 3.0? That's what I was thinking when they first came out. I was thinking the uh, song and everything in my head. I was dancing. Someone they just put a don't sock on look, one of them. Swerve is unbelievably cool. They look so dorky with him. But I love what he says here in this interview. I loved him. Just running down the Rhodes family. He says that Cody ain't shit. 
and that these old guys are taking up breathing room essentially of the new talent that are here this was really really fun Swerve's just such a natural talker um and I I really liked what he had to say I'm just so distracted by the fact that I have no interest in who's standing with him <laughs> I know you don't like them but I, I but him being the lead henchman and having his lackeys behind him is such like old school you know um you know antagonist uh film writing right so like i i know where's the keith lee feud i know they're dumb that was great you should do that all the time um <laughs> i know that was i know that they're dumb back there but they'll serve a purpose i i think that he'll find a way and he he just makes them look cool i don't know why but no he doesn't yeah he he, him he hanging out with them <laughs> he's a solo star and hit row was great but he was the guy and that he's gonna be the guy here and he has two way less cool people around him in my opinion like i don't want him to be dragged down by anything i don't even want him to be in a faction with great people i want swerve to be a solo star because his ego and his presentation kind of lends itself to that and he just deserves it he shouldn't have to be worrying about dragging two nerds along with him i'm not into it but uh ronald hollick asking is the book of hobbs going to be his hall of pain that could be really fun that could be very very fun like he comes in and destroys uh mark henry right before he says and now it's time bam torture racks him and then like wow you think mark henry's taking that bump yes he'll (laughs) i think he loves i think he loves hobbs as much as i do I, I think that that's true. I just treat him like a son. I know this. No, but, I don't. I was making that to, up. But, but to, <laughs> you know it in your heart. You don't know it as a fact. But that's just a bump I could. You would have to pay people yeah. a lot to. Or take. maybe Keith Lee comes in and saves saves him. Something something like you know like and then Swerve says no and then we have a three way. I don't know. I'm just. They abandon a perfect story for no reason. You think so? We like, talk about WWE doing that with uh We talk the, about it with WWE. It, it happens all the time. It happens all the time in wrestling for a lot of AW reasons. AEW just did it with yeah, a hundred percent. But like they just dropped it. They just it was like built out for months and it was perfect. <sighs> and they just abandoned it. But one story that they're not abandoning is this baddies and jade split, which I think has been really good and productive. We're gonna get Jade versus Velvet on Dynamite. So that's good. Um, very intrigued by Kate, who's coming cut in. This. <laughs> you got you got some um fitness to prioritize. No, no offense to how you look now, but to if you're gonna be doing that, you got some fitness to prioritize Yo, and some. Did you see that last thing from Jade that she posted on Instagram? I tweeted it. I tweeted it is in your best interests to go look at Jade Cargill's Yo. Instagram. I'm in Dear love Lord, with a Jade. specimen. A specimen. So we close out the night with what, what, what a match. Jamie Hayter versus Emmy Sakura, who I think has been doing a lot on Dark, who probably should have more TV matches if they're going to be like this. Holy crap. This was fantastic. Um, we know what emmy's capable of right she's been around for a long time and um i think 
people in the chat that are telling me to relax about the Keith Lee stuff, they built to it for three months and then they dropped it off a cliff. <laughs> Where's Keith Lee been? Even if he's injured, you had the story right there. It is Keith Lee at the rumble. Off tremendously Keith Lee at the rumble. Now Bearcat is Bearcat is back. It's so stupid to as hot as that story was, cool it down to heat it back up. It is so silly and unnecessary to me. I, You can turn it back up. Fine. You had a white hot moment to strike and you just threw it away. I hate it. I hate hey, it. Give we it time. Had... Listen to me. No. We went right. through. Do we went through. We went through bunnies. We went through air tags, whatever those things are called. We went through. Now we're going through a dark Mountain Dew match. We, we're going to give it time. I'm I'm very frustrated by the fact that that just was thrown to the side. And if they like come back and touch, like when you build to something for that long and you don't get like one on one best of three series to like just go back and revisit it. It's just such a hard break on the momentum. I, I cannot stand storytelling like that. Because it's not long-term clever coming back to it. It's not striking while the opportunity is hot. I feel I don't, you. I, I don't you. like it. And I'm not I saying think... it's going to be bad when they heat it up, but I feel like it's such a waste of everything you built to to not capitalize. And I think we're both from the same mindset that we want to strike when the iron's hot, which is which is the traditional thing to do, right? You want to just uh, get as much out of it as you can there and then. But what if this does happen to come back as a later storyline. I'm not missing the plot. I'm saying that the plot is stupid and broken. <laughs> <laughs> I agree that it's intentional. I think it's intentional. I'm saying that it's silly. I think you don't have to have everything be this long when you have built to it being that personal. Like if you build out something that's that personal and that hot and has been building for that long to just drop it and come back to it later. There's some stories that just feel like you got to capitalize in the moment. And that was one of them. And now there's like, maybe if somebody I felt I was more interested in was hanging around more, I would have been into it. But do you you like law and order? Did you watch that at all? Was that one of your shows? Okay. So I I know this happened a lot in in law and order where there was a storyline that they just kind of just, something happened with a bad guy or whatever uh, at the end and they picked it up 18 episodes later and you're like oh my god i remember that maybe this is the same thing i get long-term storytelling like i loved kenny omega and hangman page is this don't build to the climax and then cool it off i've been told that twice yeah trust me use blue shoes right there if they need it come on man like i'm gonna do blue chew a solid and i'm just gonna while they're doing the ad, I'm going to take it on the show. I don't, know how that, I don't know how that works. I know I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not trusting the process. I think the process is stupid. They got to build heat on this faction. I don't think there's any heat in this faction. I think it was an extremely personal one-on-one feud that got built from them being their own tag team. And now you're throwing a bunch of people into it for no reason. Not with it. I love Kate's passion for this, man. Oh, it's just so annoying. Like, I get where people are coming from. I'm saying it's a way better idea to have capitalized on what they had in the moment. And it's going to be, they're going to come back to it and Swerve and Keith Lee are going to put on bangers and it's going to be really good. It could have been so much better. I I was going to just text Tony for you and 
let him know what you said. I do that off quite often after you go on a splurge like this. I text him and be like, bro, she's if going he, at it again. If you listen to me, the I I don't think um I don't think the women's division would have taken this long. <laughs> but um, but I'm very happy for where it's at now. And I do think overall Tony Khan does a really good job of listening to his target audience. So I will say that for yeah. sure. For sure. But let's talk about something that rules, and that's this main event. Mm. They beat the crap out of each other, Alex. We got three exploders in this. It took three lariats from JB to take her down to get the win on this. Um, Emmy Sakura's tweet, our wonderful moderator Louise posted in here and said, oh my God, get this girl an ice pack. She is beat up and bruised as you would expect after facing Jamie Hayter. But this was fantastic. This was so hard hitting. I don't even want to go through more spots because this whole match from beginning to end was just so great. But I adored so much of what this main event was. Jamie Hayter is really fantastic in a lot of things but one of the things she's best at is knowing how to merge her style with her opponent so i've just really appreciated that she doesn't treat everybody the same um she's always hard hitting but she knows how to make everybody look good and she knows how to deliver a punishment in a way that looks effective but um plays to the strengths of her opponents in a really really wonderful way when we talk about new stars being built, she's got to be in that conversation, right? Like people who, not that she didn't have an extensive wrestling ability and history before this, but when you think of like people who got turned into stars on TV, we go to the Wardlows of the world and we're seeing it with Starks and, and these things, but Jamie Hayter's right there as far as like a homegrown man. talent. Holy cow, man. She's just, every match has been fantastic since they, they put the belt on her. I think they have proven Tony right here that this was, this was the right call it giving her the, the right belt. Move. And it's, it's awesome to see. Awesome. And, to see. and can I be honest? Like every single time we have Brit somehow in, in or around the ring with Jamie, I feel like there's always a little bit of, Ooh, did she just look at her the wrong way? Or, you know, like when is that turn going to happen? Like, is she going to be legit feel like, okay, it's my turn. We're gonna fucking fight this out. Oh, excuse me. We're gonna f and fight this out. You know, <laughs> like, like, is that coming? You know, like, I think, I think it's very possible at Revolution you see Brit versus Jamie. Yeah, like, I think I, Brit I, is gonna be on the other side of this OGs yeah. and new girls thing. I think that's so much more interesting than just breaking it out that way. But I, I, I think that's that's got to be inevitable. I think you're gonna see Brit and Jamie. And as much as I love you know, powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. I equal and Jade, obviously <laughs> I equally love hater as much. Like yeah. my God, she has the strength, the, the inside wrestling knowledge, the storytelling. She's uh, extremely athletic and she's very beautiful. All those things packaged together. And she's the champion representing the company, bro. Like, and she's just a star oh. when she walks into a room. Like she is an absolute star. It's incredible to think that she kind of came into the picture as a not as well known reveal. She's been a heel, but she's just gotten so organically over. Do you want to call this up from Zero Prime saying Emmy showed us why Riho and Cheetah are great wrestlers today? Great job by commentary on getting people caught up to speed with um Emmy's contributions to wrestling and truly, like That's truly, true. um 
Alex, you don't have to apologize for cussing. You just can't do it in the first five minutes because then we get demonetized. You can curse on the back end. It's and Jericho, too, on the mic. <clears throat> so much better lately. Oh so much better the past three weeks. He's sounding more like he's getting into a new role in AEW, kind of like he's still doing his wrestling thing, but like he's been doing a lot of like the corporate talk. He's been doing a lot of the weird talk. Yeah, he's a right? little bit more reined in. It's not yeah. as from a character place except when it's something that's directly involved in his faction so i've appreciated it i feel like it's been a much more balanced desk with him reined in a little bit during the pandemic him being just like out there i thought was something that was needed and really fun because we didn't have a live crowd and you just needed that life on commentary but i think this balance where he's at right now of kind of being in that role of giving the wrestler perspective and giving props on on the heel and face side of things of like i don't like this guy but i have to admit x y and z like yes really really good contribution he really he really um sold emmy today on on commentary yes, talking about her past and like how hard they're both hitting look at her chest look at this look at that look at uh jamie's face was like yeah, my god there's a tonight. picture of her where she's like looks swollen on the side <laughs> of her face great the, the women are showing up every single and i've been kate you've we've been doing this for a long time and for a while not a long time but for a while now and you know how vocal i've been about female empowerment female wrestling showing up and doing their thing there's a contrast here where in wwe there's the problem with the marine who's getting uh 33 seconds on television versus what's happening in AEW right now where the women are having these explosive matches all kinds of matches and they get criticized by some because of the blood and gore, but they're letting these women go out there and do their thing. Because if it was two men with blood and gore, it'd be like, okay, you can believe that because in UFC, they beat the crap out of each other and there's blood. But when women do it, there's always that like a little bit of a standard, you know? There's always I love, like a weird backlash. It's I so love that they're going out there and they're just beating the crap out of each other you know extremely physical matches extremely physical matches and additionally i should have mentioned this with smackdown but like it is extremely frustrating that on monday the steel cage match got bumped the smackdown before there were no women's matches and there was one women's match on a three-hour raw it's ridiculous that we have had this few of matches with this many hours of television especially heading into rumble just no you have world-class talent Oh yeah, my gosh, WWE. you have the best talent. Like, my you know? God, there's so many people that, like, I'm glad they they woke up and did something with Sonya, but, like, I thought, okay, the title's on Charlotte. Now we're going to get to see, for better or worse, if you're sick of her overbooking, I get it. She delivers great matches. I was like, brand new slate. She's in this, like, kind of weird face area right now. Maybe we'll get her versus Shayna after she beat, like, yeah. I was so excited for, like, what that would do to reprioritize the women's division and it has just been so disappointing especially considering triple h has the book like you can run your vince theories by it whatever but like he's had the book while vince was gone too and we haven't seen strides that i thought we were gonna see when bailey and eo and dakota showed up at SummerSlam. i was like women's wrestling is gonna be on the front burner and it just while we've seen some improvements on the raw side smackdown has been really bare in the past two weeks have just been yeah. very frustrating and it's not very for not having talent because again they have they have amazing i mean amazing talent you know so they do and they deserve better 
they deserve better. So um, I love the talent in both companies. I love the showcasing that we got to see in the main event of Rampage, man. That was a very good thing while the frustrations continue in, in WWE on that front. But really, really great main events. Any final thoughts as we head into Royal Rumble tomorrow? No, uh, I mean, let's hope for the best. No Let's cross our fingers, ladies and gentlemen here, everyone, that there's no major injuries. Nothing bad happens to these performers tomorrow at the Rumble so that we may see them uh, perform at their best for for Mania, because this is this is this is it. This is what we this is what we work for. Right. WrestleMania season. This is it. I'm going to freaking start pointing at something. Somebody fucking find me a sign. Find me a sign. I need to point at something. Okay. so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. And hey, if you want to check out a post-show of Royal Rumble, you can do it here on the main and you can get professionalism and decorum with Will Washington and the professor. Sean and Denise are going to be feeding them information afterwards. But who wants to do that? Who wants to watch people give their intelligent wrestling analysis or professional <laughs> package? No, 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 no. You're going to come over to FightfulSelect.com. You're going to watch me and Alex Pulowski behind the paywall doing our paywall pay-per-view post shows premium live events i guess technically but we're going to be having a lucy goose time over there come hang out with us it's going to be an absolute blast um and you stay subscribed to fightful select for all of the scoops that are coming out of royal rumble this weekend that scoop start is going to be updated constantly more breaking news on the way of course but alex where can the good people find you one last thing as i point at my helmets right uh, this is my <laughs> wrestlemania moment um i will be on on the on the on the pre-show for royal rumble tomorrow with maggie and rob so, oh hell yeah yeah so i'll be on there talking predictions along with everyone else that he has invited so uh i was privileged enough to for rob to uh ask me as i continue to point um to come (laughs) and be be part of the uh uh of the pre-show and i am so excited to go on so if you guys don't you know want to come talk a little wrestling um come show up man we're gonna have some fun oh yeah that's a blast my wednesday mark order co-host ryan will be on there as well rob and maggie i'm sure doc mueller who again if you have any problems with the bleacher report app hit him up but Check out that pre-show for sure. I believe there's also going to be a watch along on the Fightful Gaming yes. Twitch and probably on Overbooked. Um, so feel free to check that out. We got coverage from the pre-show during and two post shows for you, depending on what that. flavor you want to lean into. Stay subscribed to Fightful Select because wrestling news never stops. That's for sure. Have a happy and healthy Royal Rumble weekend. We thank you so much for sticking with us tonight. Enjoy your weekend. We're out. Bye, guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.